Hey guys, welcome to Self Love with Bulani. Um, this week we're talking finding your path. I'm talking to Sam Yamo, who is an entrepreneur in property development and investment based in Kenya. He studied at the National University of Lesotho, studied law, and then he went on to do property and um, property investment in at UCT, as well as uh, alternative dispute resolution. He's um, here to talk to us about finding his path and finding himself. I hope you enjoy. doing i'm amazing yourself <laughs> i love that i'm good are you ready now um I'm, I'm, yeah i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready okay all right so we're talking finding your path um i'm gonna be asking you um about how you moved from um NUL graduation all the way to business entrepreneur in Kenya. So um, do you want to take it away and tell us about your journey? All right. Um, so Nal, wow, that's, that's, that's taking me way back here. Eh? Um, it's so funny how time has flown because like, I don't know, I was, oh, I was, I was like uh, updating my CV the other day and I'm like, has it been this many years? Mm, it really has been, eh? Mm, it has. Yeah, but like, um, <clears throat> so now, just got my LLB degree. The future mm. was looking very bright. Because <laughs> um, I think one of the thing, uh, one of the things is, um, I was lucky to get a job immediately. It actually get a job before graduation. Mm-hmm. So um, I was really excited to join practice and I was really sure that that's what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But then um, in the two years that I was there, I, I, I started having issues. I don't know. I was just not content. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you know, when, um, yes, it was, it was too early in my career to make that decision. Maybe some may say, but when I, uh, for me, I took it quite seriously when I got that hint or when I started having those thoughts that maybe this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm. And it's so and weird because this is, I mean, throughout your entire LLB degree, you've always said, oh my God, I want to be a litigation lawyer. I'm going to be a kick yeah. lawyer. And now you're a lawyer and you're like, oh my God, okay, <laughs> maybe this is not what I want to do with my life. Right. So like, that decision, like how, how easy was it? The decision wasn't easy at all because now my, okay, my interest, my direct interest um, was in property. And luckily I was working in a, in a, in a, prop- in a firm that specialized in, in property law. So I got a lot, I got to interact a lot with like real estate agents, with like conveyances, surveyors, engineers. And I, every time I walked into such a room, I always felt like I belonged. Mm. But for me, it wasn't just enough to do the legal part of property. I wanted to get like to immerse myself a bit more. Mm-hmm. So making the decision was quite hard. 
Okay, um, I figured the first the first step is okay, educate yourself. If you're about to leave the legal field, um, you need some sort of qualification to like get you to the next point or help you jump to now the new field that you're trying to get into. So I think doing the course and everything was easy. Um, but I think way the, the hardest part was now resigning. Taking the actual leap because now you've been preparing yourself. You're like, okay, I'm not happy. But like the actual leap when now you have to hand in your resignation and say, this is it. Yeah. I remember that morning I paced. I, it took me like the longest time to actually submit my resignation because now that's when shit hits the fan. It's like, yo, okay, now you've quit your job. You've literally quit your job. And now you have to stick to your plan. It's mm. too late to back down. So like, um, yeah. I'm imagining that you went through some amount of self-doubt or at least even if it's not self-doubt, just questioning whether this is the actual decision that you want to make and whether it's the right decision. So how did you get past that? Yeah, I, I, I battled with that a lot. And I think also not having, I, I wouldn't say I had a support system at the time, like a strong support system, because, yeah, everyone that I told that I'm quitting my job and moving to Kenya thought I was crazy. Mm, and I remember having some conversations with family members and they were like, no, your plan is not good at all. Like, this is going to fail, you're going to regret it. Mm. And should probably not burn your bridges at your job right now because you might just need it in future. Mm. So it was basically a choice between um, security versus your happiness. Security saying, security, exactly. Job, it's a good job, you're getting paid, it's predictable um, versus, yes, it's predictable and I'm getting paid, but I'm not happy in it and it doesn't fulfill me and it doesn't make me want to wake up in the morning to do it. So making right. the towards happiness, um, uh, like, how did you deal with the naysayers? Because I'm sure there are people who, who look from outside and they think, oh, my God, Sam has a really nice job. Like, why is he quitting mm -hmm. just because he's not happy? Mm. Uh, I think it, it, it had to do a lot with self-belief. Okay, I had to build my self-belief, right? Um, that's something I had to work on a lot, and I don't know, I th because, okay, the one thing I knew, um, it's, some, it's, it's, it's something that I worked on for a couple of months, even leading to my resignation, yeah? Mm -hmm. I had to mentally prepare myself. And even after I handed in my resignation, I had to constantly, like, um, reassure myself despite what people were telling me. And I think the fewer of people not believing in me was also part of the fuel that drove me mm. because it's like, you can't afford to fail now. You've already been told you're going to fail at this, so you can't afford to do it. Mm. Um, so you basically mm -hmm. build up um, your self-belief in the, in the months coming and a little bit afterwards, like what practical steps did you take to say, Hey Sam, you're Sam and you're doing this and you're going to be good at this. I, I think also looking back to your previous achievements, yeah, the times when you thought you would never make it through, because I remember at that time, my LLB was actually my dissertation was like the biggest challenge academically and like 
professionally, I guess, that I had faced then. Okay, um, academically, let's say. And then I looked back to even my first appearance in court. I looked back, you know, just like all those things that you you thought you wouldn't be able to do, that you mm-hmm. did sell that. And I think that gave me some self-assuring, like, um, belief. It, it, it added on to my belief system. And then um, this other thing was also me looking at it, like, in terms of if I quit my job now and try out my idea now, if it fails, I can't get, I, it can't get worse from where I'm at already. Because mm-hmm. if it fails, I can always come back and apply for a job and continue Mm. but then my question was if i never tried Mm -hmm. then i'd never know and i was yeah you'd always have this um thing like what if i i I actually went uh and did something that made me happy instead of sticking in a job for 20 years and you're still miserable like the first six months when you figured out this is not what i want to do right because it's like I had been working then for two years and I'm like if I'm this miserable already Mm. two years in how is it going to be 10 years in Mm. and I'll always be thinking of I'll I'll feel like my my other future the possibility of the other future that I could have had was taken away from I didn't try I think once I dealt with my self-doubt and I had in my resignation, I was like, okay, the only way from here is forward. So I can't afford to think negatively. Mm. I trust that um, at least things will will work out to my my, my advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I was being oblivious of um, the challenges I might face, but I at the same time, I was not letting the fear stop me from, you know, taking the risk Mm. so what about like actually um arriving in kenya i mean you hadn't been in kenya for how long a couple of years so like it's basically it had been a couple of years yeah Mm. so like how was because um generally to be honest the last time i had lived in kenya was in high school so I hadn't been to Kenya in a, in Kenya in a while, as, at least for like, um, I hadn't lived in Kenya in a while. I'd come in and out for holidays, but you don't really get to, to, to see the reality of Kenya when you're on holiday. So um, when I moved back, I think that's when the reality set in. Um, I realized I was so scared, actually. There's a time like I was, I would have, nightmares and like heart palpitations because I'm like oh shit it's real mm. you've quit your job you've moved here and it looks like you've bitten off more than you can chew because mm. I was looking at my dream my goal and oh. where I'm at and it just seemed impossible mm. so how did you deal with that like breaking it down into digestible chunks there's the vision but this is what I can do now. And so this is how I'm going to handle this little chunk that I can do at this period. Okay. So my first response wasn't to break it down. My first response was panic. So I panicked and I got a job. (laughs) 
I was like, hey, you need to pay some bills. You need to, yeah, you just, but then I figured I should probably, since I came here with the aim of like getting into property, I should probably get a job in that industry so that at least I can see what's going on and learn more about the Kenyan landscape and like the real estate market here. And yeah, just familiarize myself with my environment. So in as much as I took my, my intention with taking the job was not necessarily, um, I didn't look at it as the first step towards my big goal, mm. but somehow it helped. It ended up being the first step actually. Mm. So um, I, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I like that because sometimes we have this vision of how things are going to go and then, you know, life comes with its pit stops and detours. And when you look back at the grander scheme of things, you realize that was actually still helping me towards um, where I was going. It's just that at the time or in the moment, I, I didn't see it. And that's the thing. And that's the interesting thing about life is that you can't see everything because then what's the point, right? Mm-hmm. If you know the whole story, then why live through the story? Exactly, exactly. Well, I think when we're going through our hard times, we never, because we're so immersed in how things are not going the way we want them to go, we, mm. we sometimes don't even notice the things that are right in front of us that mm. somehow step towards our goals. Mm. Mm. I like this but, other quote that I saw um, on Instagram that says, things are always working out. You're never, you're always at the right place at the right time. To say that, you know, sometimes we feel like, Ish, you know, that's where I want to be, but I'm here. And if you take the time to appreciate where you are and take full advantage of where you are, you realize that where I am is actually leading me to to where I want to be. As opposed to mm-hmm. if you close your mind and you keep saying, oh, this is, this is not where I want to be, then you don't get to learn the lessons um, that are presented to you and where you are right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes we take, we look at challenges as a negative thing mm. and there's always beauty in the struggle because there's, there's always one or two things you learn in the struggle in the, if you open your mind up for learning, yeah. Yeah, 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 I like that. So how did mm. you um, ground yourself um, through all those hardships and getting a job and, you know, you feel like things are falling apart um, how did you bring yourself to yourself and say and keep the vision and keep the faith going? Um, I think one one of the most helpful tools in my life has been my journal, my dream book, because like that's where like I jot down like I've had one since forever. Um, I jot jot down like things I want to achieve, um, my goals, my dreams, aspirations, all that. And looking at like the previous ones, and now you, it, it goes back to the whole thing of looking back to your previous achievements. And, you know, it, it's like, okay, I've done so many things before. I've gotten this far. Let me see how far I can get even with my dream. You know, I might, have, I might be reaching for the moon, but I, I might, you know, I might not get to the moon, but I might just land somewhere pretty close. Mm. So, um. It started with like, yeah, step by step, just, you know, doing that one thing that leads you closer, the second thing. And then you, you, you low key, you slowly gain momentum. There are times when you 
do lose faith. And I think that's where you have to go back to um, what's this. So now for me, that's when I go back to like my journal and I like look at this thing achieved and what I want to achieve. And I remind myself why they're important to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And that I guess gives me strength to wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I'm still chasing this dream. I might need to take a couple of jobs um, along the way. I might need to do a couple of things to survive, but mm-hmm. the destination we're getting there, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I like your journey because it's showing that you know sometimes life is not straightforward. That it's messy, um, but if you- always have your vision and if you're always true to yourself um, because one could have easily looked at what um, concerned comments were saying about leaving your job and felt okay maybe they're right you know maybe I shouldn't be so irrational and leave my job and move to a completely different country Um, but it's always about staying true to yourself and knowing that you know life is your life (laughs) it's not a yeah your life it's not a Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's your life so like sometimes you have to make decisions for you and your life and you have to stick them out um so that if because it's yours and it's your decision any little obstacle that comes doesn't sway you because you know where you're going and you know where you want to get to and i think the moment you accept that you're willing to live with the consequences of your actions or your choices it makes things so much easier Mm. right because um you've accepted that i've chosen this life i've made this decision and however it might go i'm ready to live with the consequences i would die i'll survive you know Mm. i will adapt so how do you um get your commitment going like every single day like you know, sometimes you're just too lazy to like wake up and just, you know, do something. But how do you keep that commitment going? So my trick is always um, just do one thing. Just one thing on my to-do list. Just one thing. Just mm-hmm. that one thing. Um, see how you feel after you've done it, you've achieved it. Um, see how you feel. If you think you have some energy to continue on to the next, mm-hmm. feel but if you feel like, no, I'm definitely going back to bed, you can do that as well. But the thing is, the moment you start doing your first task, you, you gain that momentum and then it's very hard for you to go back to bed. Mm, mm, so, you know, probably and like, also you um, feel like you've achieved something, you know, the feeling. Yeah, you feel like you've achieved something, yeah. Because I always say, um, instead, instead of looking at it as, for instance, if you want to write a book, instead of thinking of the final product, just mm-hmm. think of, let me write one page, just mm-hmm. one page today, and then tomorrow. And then in a couple of months or weeks, you've written a book, you've written a chapter, you know? Books are actually single pages. So you need to mm-hmm. get through the single pages to actually have the entire book um, at the end. And then the other trick I learned was, for instance, when I'm doing paperwork, mm-hmm. if I touch a document, I put a red dot on it, right? Mm-hmm. And that means I cannot leave that document. Like, I can't leave that work uh, halfway. Mm-hmm. It has to be done. 
So it's either you commit or you don't. Because I I also learned that breaking commitments to yourself is the worst thing you can do. Mm. So if you tell yourself you're going to wake up at seven and you make that commitment, stick to it. Because um, how uh, I was reading something, I think I even recommended this book to you. Uh, What's this? Um, Napoleon Hill interview with the devil. So, uh, and they were talking about things like procrastination and how that interferes with your willpower, right? So if you're used, if you teach yourself that um, you can make a commitment and you can break it, it starts, it spirals in different aspects of your life. So you might think it's just an assignment and then you say you're going to do it on a particular day, you don't do it. It's slowly spirals into different aspects of your life it comes it will affect your finances the same way someone will say i'm going to save this month then you don't save Mm. then it becomes less of a commitment you don't feel obligated to it right Mm. and it it, it will spiral all the way even in relationships you will say you'll get into a relationship saying you're going to be monogamous or you know you're getting into a marriage and you're choosing this person but because you haven't sharpened your self-discipline and your willpower and you haven't practiced like, you know, committing, taking your commitment seriously, you'd find that most likely you're going to end up breaking that. And it stems from the smallest commitment you made to yourself that you broke. Mm. I love, I love everything that you're saying because, you know, sometimes when you feel like we're loving ourselves, we want to actually relax instead of become more disciplined. Um, so it's actually saying that self-love comes with discipline because when you're disciplined, it, you, you propel yourself into other areas of your life and you do good in other areas of your life and you feel um, good in other areas of your life and you get to appreciate yourself and say, hey, look at you, you're doing um, one, two, three and you're keeping your commitments to yourself and the promises that you're making to yourself because you're showing yourself that you matter and um showing that yourself that you matter sometimes means doing the things that you really don't feel like doing in the moment but choosing yourself and saying hey this is for you and you're going to benefit from this and so i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna keep doing it because i need to be disciplined for myself mm. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, self, self, self-discipline is definitely an important part of self-love. And I think that's why, for instance, um, for instance, someone who's living like a toxic relationship kind of thing, yeah. Mm. Um self-love is you telling yourself, okay, this relationship is not good for me, it's not serving me anymore. In as much as I love this person, I'm going to step away from the situation. Mm-hmm. right and that's mm-hmm. easy but then the self-discipline comes in every day when you get that high high stranger text mm-hmm. and you choose no i'm choosing <laughs> me in as much as you're tempted as much as you're tempted every every time you're able to say no that's you sharpening your self-discipline so self-discipline is an important part of self-love mm-hmm. i love this all right sammy i think we've come to the end of our discussion is there anything that you want to add um i think i think my parting note would be um so if you're trying to make whatever jump you're trying to make right Mm. um there's this quote if 
you're willing to work hard for something. I'll just paraphrase it because I, I can't remember it verbatim. But if if you want to go a certain, if you want to choose a certain journey or you want to go a certain career path or, yeah, and you're willing to commit and work for it. Mm. And um, no matter the, the obstacles or the challenges that you might face on the way, because trust me, you're going to be tried and there are going to be days when you cry. And mm. yeah, it's not the easiest thing, but somehow your commitment to that journey, despite the, 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 the challenges, um, I think the universe... I think that's the universe testing your commitment to this decision that you're making. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to power through those challenges, you'd find that you most likely will get rewarded, Mm -hmm. right? But but it's a matter of time. It's just a matter of time before you win. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think, I think it's also very important. It's not, it's not just a matter of saying I'm choosing to jump. It's also committing every day to your jump right mm. until it comes your reality like for for instance right now i don't even consider my life i don't even remember that risk that jump in quotes that i took because i stopped looking back at the life i had now this has become my reality because mm. you know before i used to have that that whole uh maybe if you were in essay you were making this much now you're making this much you know, your life could have been like this. You probably would have been this. Mm. It got to a point that I stopped. Like, I just cut those ties. And I was like, I've made the jump. This is my new reality. There's no quitting. There's no going back. Mm, mm, mm. I love that. Thank you, Sam. And I hope to have you again sometime when you're a big person in the world. <laughs> I definitely look forward to that. <laughs> all right thank you have a nice uh, all right have a great sunday bye. bye thank you for tuning in to self-love with pilani and um, please don't forget to like uh, subscribe share with your friends and see you next sunday